This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Yo, what's up, guys? You like our podcast? You want to make your own? You have all the power, all the resources you need to make your own podcast. That's right. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, let me give you a rundown. Basically, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. And here's how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify with a single tap. Anchor is also the only place you can publish video podcasts to Spotify, which is super important. With Anchor, creators can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. That's right. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That is anchor.fm to get started. It's what we use. We get a little kickback from it, and we appreciate it. So if you guys want your own podcast, go to Anchor. .fm to get started. Peace. Hello and welcome to AOM Radio. I mean, nice. hello and welcome to the Anatomy of Marriage podcast. I'm your host, <laughs> Melanie Studley. Good morning, my friends. My name is Seth Studley. I am a licensed marriage and family therapist. Good morning. Happy Monday morning to you. As Melanie said, mistakenly almost, this is AOM Radio <laughs> where we do a couple of things every single time. And we call them the pigs. We do a prayer, we do an intention, and we do a gratitude. And then we do some conversation starters from... The great and wonderful Anatomy of Marriage app, and we encourage you guys to do these with your spouse, mm-hmm. or if you're single, <laughs> if you're single, do them yourself. What's your prayer? What's your meditation? What's your intention for the day? And what is your gratitude? Right. What's up, Ben from Texas? What's mm-hmm. up, Adina? What's up, Mallory? What's up, Happy Mary After? In Atlanta. Atlanta. Hotland. I was going to say, every morning we're live on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram, so we'll be talking to our friends. That's right. What's up, Joe? No, JD, J Desbian. What's up from Tulsa? <laughs> Jordan and Coco. What's up, my friends? All right. You guys All are right. keeping it real. Let's rock so, and roll. So every right. morning, like Seth said, we do our prayers. We mm-hmm. encourage you to do them together. Mm-hmm. You're going to pray? I sure am. What's up? Moments with the Mobleys. I will contact you this week. Thank you. Okay. Dear God, thank you, Creator, for your blessings. Thank you for this morning. Thank you for the sun and uh, the morning and the fresh restart of today. I pray that this is helpful to people. I also pray that it is helpful to us. Thank you for your blessings. Amen. Dear Lord, thank you that I'm going to crush it today. That's right. Today. <laughs> uh, good prayer. Good prayer. Thanks. Bro. Okay. So. Intention. Uh, intention. My intention is to bring it's like I go on my morning exercise today. The gym was closed. So I says, no problem, Jim. I says to myself, I says. I, that's right. I says, okay, I'm going to go for a walk and a run. Ain't and no I, problem, James. And I did that this morning. <laughs> and uh, my intention, uh, I intended to work out this morning. I adapted. I uh, pivoted. Mm-hmm. And I intend to do that. I bring it. Right. So when I bring it, you get it. Oh, <laughs> oh I like good. that. I like it. Right. Uh, that should be t shirt. When I bring it, you get it. Hey, that's good. I like okay, it a okay. lot, that's actually. Yeah. Um, uh, my intention for today is, mm-hmm. again, to keep on bringing it as well. Like, mm-hmm. I've, we've done a lot around family stuff, like kids and, and mm-hmm. just managing that better. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm 
just keep on being a queen in the role that mm. I do at home. And again, when mm-hmm. I bring it, you get it. So I love it. I totally love that quote. That's great. I made it up. I made it. Okay. My gratitude <laughs> is thank you for having a growth mindset, right? Uh, I was thinking, I think I came to you yesterday. Um, what, what did I say? Don't worry about what was it that I, I said? Uh, get you a girl. Uh, you don't need a woman that can cook. You need a woman with growth mindset oh, or no, something you like said, that, right? You don't need a woman who loves Jesus. You need a woman with a growth mindset. Right, right. I mean, right. sure, love God, but uh, that's just a joke. But I am thankful, so thankful that you have a growth mindset because if you didn't, it would suck. Right. Even if I did have a growth mindset. Uh, it would be much more difficult, but you do, and we both do. Right. That's why we kill it. We so. get emails like that every day where one spouse <sighs> right. has a growth mindset yeah. and their partner doesn't, and it's so hard to manage. It so, is hard yeah, to manage. You so. are welcome. Thank you. Um, I'm also glad that you have a growth mindset, and in the past like, t- two months or something, like you've had a growth mindset around yourself for a long time. Like mm-hmm. You can do anything. You can get a master's degree. You, 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 you. It's all about Seth. <laughs> Um, but you're, I feel like you're mm-hmm. transitioning into like a growth mindset in fatherhood right. and marriage, which is really, really exciting because you're showing up differently. Mm. And when you bring it, I get it. Like it, you really do change how our whole home runs when it's not just about you. What? Just well, leave it alone. <laughs> leave it lie. Golly, What's up, Delano? Hope you're going to do it, bud. A grosso. A grosso. No, anyway. nothing. Okay, end of the question. So this question's interesting. It's about sex and some stuff. So go. Right. It's about a lot. And mm-hmm. it's really hard to title these episodes because sometimes you don't know what's the most important thing to focus on. But right. anyway, if you have a question for our show, send it in to hello at anatomyofmarriage.com or you can ask it in the Anatomy of Marriage app, which is rad. Do that mm-hmm. too. Go. So before I became a Christian and before I married my husband, I made some choices that I am not proud of. My husband found out about these choices while we were dating. He saw and read sexually explicit messages from me to another man. Again, this was from the time before I knew my husband and my husband, but my husband now has not been able to forgive me and move on. Um, Now, just a few months into our marriage, it's influencing our sex life greatly. He has said he no, is no longer attracted to my body, primarily because he can't stop thinking about me with other men. He says he is at a point now where he does not think about me, where he does not think about me with other men, but he believes that he it messed him up so much that he just isn't attracted to me anymore. I have come to the point where I'm experiencing anxiety being naked around my husband and even having sex because I know he's not enjoying it and I desperately want him to. I try to fight the thoughts that it is because I am not good enough. It is very isolating and lonely. I didn't expect my marriage to be like this. I am no longer dealing with shame and guilt from my past because I know I have been renewed in Christ. My husband knows this as well, but we are still dealing with ramifications. There's other aspects of our marriage that aren't great. Our families, finances, etc. Um, Since we've been married, my husband has almost constantly and explicitly expressed regret in choosing me, marrying me, and even ever dating me. Mm. He said he doesn't feel in love. He believes he should feel those things naturally and not try to force anything or work on anything. Please help. Okay. Thank you. Okay. I have a couple of things. I'm going to dive into straight something. Husband, cut that S out. Right. Okay. That's stupid. That's bullcrap. That's idiotic. Quit being a baby around that. You married your wife. You're in it. Own it. Own it. Right? 100% dude to dude, man to man. Cut cut that stuff out, right? Because that's obviously not helpful. You are breaking down someone because you feel X way about it, and that is absolutely not okay. Even if you do have regret about it, 
it's too late now, especially right. if you have kids, right? And so, yeah, okay, I, I would not say if there was abuse or like somebody was just going nuts, or it's too late, you're married, you're going to stay in it. No, right. no there's none of that. that. So husband, cut that stupid stuff out. Quit being the biggest baby ever, okay? <laughs> now, yeah, cut that ish out big time. <laughs> Triple cut that ish out, right? So I can also be super hard A to the husband, but also be like, Ugh, I would hate it if I read some trash that you wrote way back when Mm -hmm. right i wouldn't be judging you for it but i'd be like okay this is not cool Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so just like you would feel like if i was writing all kinds of you know uh um uh sexy romance novels to some chick i was dating or, or whatever right uh you would not like that right right obviously but we're married i'm not doing that now so husband you're with your wife now just because, uh, you guys, we all obviously and clearly have a past. Mm-hmm. You've done super explicit, crazy things. So have I. If I read about those in a journal, I'd be like, okay, give me a minute. You know what I'm saying? But we would get over it and work. So I, my overall advice to this, and then I'll not talk is okay, Bella's booties, what? <laughs> like yarn little baby socks? I don't know. <laughs> um, my overall advice for you guys is you're clearly struggling with this. There's there's shame around nakedness and sex and then financial troubles and other stuff right. too. You guys need a overhaul, right? Mm, yeah. You need, okay, we have a ton of ish. We're not in a good spot. You need to uh, um, acknowledge that, presence that, admit it, and go, okay, I'm committed. Husband, you're not going to do any of that stupid idiot stuff that you're doing. Wife, you're going to work hard and b- combat those negative self-talk and all this stuff, and you're going to revamp the whole thing, mm-hmm. right? Start there. So, go. Right. So, one of the things it says in here is he said he doesn't feel in love. Mm-hmm. He believes he should feel those things naturally and not try to face anything or work on anything. Mm. I'm going to well, say something real I feel real like quick. I should have a six-pack, but I don't. I know. Oh, right. I should be out of the gym. Right. <laughs> you know what other things are natural? Um, like a canker sore is natural. You want to feel that one? <laughs> like th- Just because you want to feel something and you think it should be natural, right. that is the dumbest thing. Like, yeah, I feel hungry. Shouldn't food just magically appear on the plate <laughs> in front of me? Steak. No, that's not how it works. Ding-a-ling. Like, and I'm not... Look, we are not trying to put you down. We are right. not trying to be mean. There has got to be a serious reality check here, right. though. Of course, you're not going to feel in love when stuff gets hard. You don't like right. when you're when schooling becomes hard and you're trying to become a doctor. Do you just go, "Oh, that's too hard"? And oh, you drop the cadaver your is gross. <laughs> no, you okay. You pull up your pants and you do pull the, up your pants. Like <laughs> you pull yourself up from the <laughs> pants straps, bootstraps, boot you. Straps. You, you gird your loins. I don't know what the word is. I'm, I'm trying not sure. to say. So you guys, okay, yeah, we're making fun and we're being somewhat facetious, but it's like, okay, here's the kick in the nuts that you need, right? Dude. Like, let's get to it. Because guess what? I've needed that. Right. 500 times. Right. Melanie's needed that 500 times. And somebody came along and said, <laughs> we're not trying to be mean, you're dingling. <laughs> that's right. So come on. S- right. S- some stuff. There's a couple of obvious things after you've been married for 16 years, been a therapist for over 13 years, and gone through some stuff. There's like, okay, wait a minute. This is just stupid. Right. You are you are actually being an idiot. Right. Let me just tell you that. I love you. Right. I'm, I, I, I'm 
we I'm coming from a place of well, I kind of know what I'm saying. Right. Not a not a you know it's, if if I've gone to the gym for ten years straight, mm-hmm. you know, and have the the proof of it, and some bozo comes in and says, "Oh, this is how you do it." I'm like, dude, no, right. it's not. What are you doing? Right, like. I'll show you. Just listen. And one of the most helpful things that anyone ever told me was our marriage counselor's wife, Mm. who was just like, oh, hey, remember that time you said for better or for worse? This is one of the worst. Mm. And I was like, oh, sick burn. Like, I was all ready to leave you and whatever. She's like, when did you forget in your vows that it said, and you said with your own mouth, for better or for worse? This is really something funny, because on my walk this morning, I kind of like give fake speeches you know to myself and i was i was i was pretending that i was talking to our kids right Mm -hmm. and i was like you know sons you know hattie let me let me teach you something here one of the most important things that you can have as a person is you keeping the promises that Mm -hmm. you make to yourself right your word your handshake because if you can hold that then that goes such a long ways right Mm -hmm. and i was just in my mind reciting and like monologuing a a teaching to them, right? From a a dad to kids, right? And that goes back. So you made a promise not only to me, but really to yourself Mm -hmm. too, like when when you get married, right? Mm -hmm. It's not just like, and I'm not going to turn this into some like huge spiritual thing like, oh, you promised God and God Well, you did. People, mostly people do. Right, they do, but... It matters. That does matter, but I'm not not putting it in that context because sometimes that just gets cheesy and lame, right? But it's actually like, okay, if if you keep the promise that you made yourself, oh, well, I promised him and myself, like, if things get stupid or things get great, I'm going to stick through it. Right. You know what I'll I'm saying? I'll be there You'll no be matter there, what. Right? And right. so you're making good on a promise that you made to yourself. And one of my, our favorite podcasts, The Ed Milet Show, is you build self-confidence and self-resilience and self-everything mm-hmm. by keeping the promises you make to yourself. Right. At the end of the day, that's what really matters. Right. I agree. Um, and so... What's crazy about this, there's a couple things I want to address. Mm -hmm. So she talks about having done these things before she was even dating her husband. Yeah. Uh, Like, send, you know, whatever it was, and before she was even a Christian. And y'all, the things I did before I was a Christian, you would not believe. I ain't going to share them on this show. You don't even know some of them. I was cray. I know some of them. Like, for real. I did just whatever I wanted. Didn't care. Didn't matter. And it you cannot judge me by the things that I've done like that, mm-hmm. especially when you've had a big paradigm shift. Mm-hmm. That doesn't... So I became a Christian at 19. Everything I did that was crazy was before I was mm-hmm. 19. Everything was. Mm-hmm. Um, when I met Seth, I had just recently become a Christian, and my, I was a totally different person. I have no friends from my childhood, from high school, from middle school. Mm-hmm. None. I don't, because I changed... So incredibly much. And if you're going to use one point in someone's life as the reference for their entire life, mm. you are a fool. And I'm... That's almost like, uh, what is it? Uh, cancel culture. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. So... <coughs> uh, Marriage 365 was talking about that yesterday, cancel culture, and mm-hmm. how she's like, it's so damaging mm-hmm. because you take one thing about someone and you just go, up. Ah, nope, don't count. You're dumb. Gone. I'm out. And it's like, right. where where's the resilience and the grit and the growth mindset in that, oh, there isn't one. Yeah, can, cancel That's culture. That's what babies do. Cancel culture, I, I don't believe, fosters any positive trait that we are trying no. to aspire to, like grace. No. Understanding. Mm-hmm. Uh, giving the ability and the possibility for forgiveness. Growth. And the growth. Mm-hmm. Growth mindset. Grit. Hard work. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I, yeah, you know what? I was like this when I didn't know. Right. And then I knew 
and then I change. Right. Right. You say what is? What do you say? You say, um, knowing isn't knowing until you. No, you no, do. no, no. Um, knowing and not doing is not knowing. Right. Right. So there so have you, been yeah. years and years and years of knowing but not doing. Right. And then, boom, a flip switched, mm-hmm. a switch flipped. I don't know. I know how I said uh, wrong, too. Right? And then, knowing and not doing. Knowing and then doing, right? So, for me, for you to cancel all of this stuff, mm-hmm. okay, you, you you can cancel it and forget it and not hold mm-hmm. it over me, you know? But, mm-hmm. like, just like, oh, my gosh, you, you did this before we were married? Right. Poof, disgusting. Right. That is actually a judgment on yourself. Right. So, this guy... Get out of ego, bro. Right. Live in spirit because right. you're judging. When we judge others, we judge ourselves, mm-hmm. you know. And I, I would love to get a hold of a hold to this guy. <laughs> give me, give me a hold to that. <laughs> get a hold to this guy and say, bro, what are you doing? Right. How are you judging yourself? And you're putting it on your wife and right. destroying her. Right. And the crazy thing is, like, what if this guy had photo evidence or text evidence of stuff he had done, right. and his wife found it? Come on, like, give me a break. Just. Just stop. Just stop with the like, I'm I'm holier than thou. And look, mm-hmm. now I shouldn't have married you. Oh, I'm so good and you're so bad. Like, right. that's the worst. Yeah. The absolute worst. And one thing I want to say. That is actually the worst kind of person. cutting me off. You tell me, don't cut me off. And then you cut me off 10,000 times. Don't cancel uh, me. So one of the things about cancel culture that is so crazy mm-hmm. is that it absolutely undermines and devalues growth in mm-hmm. every way way shape and form and what's so crazy about that is think about it in any other context like with a child you go oh you can't put the cracker in your mouth right now idiot get out like no you don't ever say that to a child you go oh you're learning and you're growing and you're changing and what's amazing is that i think the older people get if they've lived a wise and well-rounded and healthy Mm -hmm. life Mm -hmm. they realize cancel culture is the most detrimental thing you can do to somebody because mm-hmm. everybody's journey is the thing that they need. It's like, it's like okay, the kid can't put the cracker in his mouth right now. Mm-hmm. He's one years old. He can't do anything. Where does it go? Right. In my ear. And then a year later, it, oh, he, he, he can put the cracker in his mouth and you go, look at this. Let's watch this video of a year ago. You right. couldn't put the cracker in your you mouth. You idiot. Blah. Right, yeah. I mean, think that's about what so, you're doing. Yeah, you're that's, that's you're stunting silly. growth. Mm-hmm. You're stunting love. You're not showing grace. You're not being right. kind. You are being uh, this sort of hierarchy, like, I'm above you. See, I'm so good. You're so bad. Like, right. that's not going to fly. And please don't have children. If this is you and you're listening and you sent this question in, please don't have kids right now. Go to therapy. Mm. Go to Faithful Counseling. Get Go to getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy. Mm-hmm. Like, legitimately do this. Mm-hmm. Choose a counselor that works with um, these exact types of issues because you can choose your counselor. Mm-hmm. You can pick from thousands of counselors and thousands of, to- well, not thousands of topics, but mm-hmm. tons of topics like Specialty infidelity. areas. Yeah. So if you go there, so this is the licensed marriage and family therapist talking right now. And when you go to getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage, you get hooked up with a therapist like myself, right? Or someone completely not like me. Someone mm-hmm. who maybe, whose specialty is sex and intimacy. Right whose specialty is depression, anxiety, postpartum depression. Mm-hmm. You, can, you can talk to a licensed therapist who is a mother who has gone through postpartum depression right. themselves or an adult dad who has kids, all kinds of things. It is very specific. When you go to getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage, mm-hmm. it's HIPAA compliant. That means it's confidential. Your stuff ain't spread out there. Right. Right. And you don't have to drive to an office. Mm-hmm. You can do it in your undies. 
right? <laughs> if you need to, it's totally tailored to you. And you guys, this is something like never before. COVID has just like blown up everything. Mm-hmm. The the uh, it's not the advent of teletherapy, right. but it's more mainstream, right. like the Zoom calls, all kinds of stuff. So at getfaithful.com, this is how you will interact with your therapist, how you're watching us right now on the phone, if that's on the what computer, whatever. You don't have mm-hmm. to go to an office. You can schedule it when you need it. You can text them whenever. Getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage. Go there and mm-hmm. get help. And I would tell this couple, dudes and dudettes, you got to get couples counseling right. at getfaithful.com right. forward slash anatomy of marriage. Right. And, I, and the other thing, too, that's really important to know about the about faithful counseling is that you can switch your therapist if you don't jive with them. I'm going to say this all the time because people don't mm-hmm. understand. Like People believe that therapy is point. scary. It's overwhelming. It's mm-hmm. daunting. My therapist is judging me. They whatever. Okay. I used to be a voice coach. I used to teach vocal clients and do You're singing lessons. Too. And you know what the worst thing ever is? Is when you don't like your student <laughs> and you have to sit there <laughs> for an hour and be like, I, I would rather you go to someone else than me get a different client for one hour than right. you. Um, Jimmy, Speaking that's of- not you. I love you, Jimmy. <laughs> You're my favorite student ever. That is funny. Um, Jimmy, you just popped up when oh, she started you? talking about that. Yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. That is such a weird coincidence. Um, but anyway, so... Just like that, with counseling, if you don't like your therapist, go get a different one. And with Mm -hmm. faithful counseling, um, you can literally switch like that. No big deal. The therapist is not going to care. Um, right. the, the therapist is going to be like, good, they can get the help they need from somebody else. You're, you're, let me just interject as a therapist. Your therapist is trained to not take it personal, right. to take an objective view of stuff. If Melanie was my client or whatever and says, you know what? I feel like we're not jiving. Can you direct me to another therapist? Absolutely. Right. Can you tell me a couple things that I can think of when I make the referral? Right. You like someone who, I don't know, maybe has more... You'd like a female, or you'd like someone with a Christian or 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 whatever Jewish perspective. It doesn't matter, Mm -hmm. like any anything. Right. And your therapist can help you find a different therapist. Mm -hmm. I mean, so don't just settle for like, well, the therapist I got picked with was so stupid. Right. That's just so counseling doesn't work. Sometimes people say that, oh, we're scared to go to counseling. We tried this one time, and the the therapist was weird. Right. Right. I've had clients who like, hey, I just don't think this is a good fit. I'm like, okay, you know what. I am so glad that you can voice that. Let me right. point you in the right direction by way of a referral mm-hmm. through my referral network, right? right. So go to getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage. Somebody says, uh, wife and I have swapped out a therapist a few times when we were getting canned answers and felt they weren't listening. Right. Absolutely. Right. So even you saying, even you having the ability to say that or the, the courage to say that is great. And there is not anything worse than a therapist who's just like, oh, okay, we've, we've, right. the first therapist that we went to, like, for marriage counseling, like, pulled <laughs> out some zodiac, no, 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 like oh. a long time ago, oh, the, yeah. the actual first one <laughs> we went to, pulled out some zodiac signs, like the first session, and I was like, we ain't here for a palm reading. What do you, uh, what is this? <laughs> not right? that we think that stuff's bad. It's no, just it's what, not, it's, it ain't, it's whatever, ain't but that, that, wasn't, that wasn't for us, and we didn't go. I didn't need times. my zodiac sign. I needed to know not right. how to hate my husband. Delano says, own your decisions and actions to marry this person. Well, that's said. right. Okay, when you get married, you've already burned the boats. You got to take the island. Right. Oh, this island's a desert. There's no resources. Make the resources. Dig a hole. Dig a hole. Find a well. Climb a tree. Get some Climb coconuts. A tree. Right. Uh, do it. So is there another question? Are we no, there's done not, with but we're okay. not done with this. I want okay. to talk about it a little bit more too. And one of the things I want to say, do you remember, because this reminds me a lot of this, although it's not quite the same, 
But when we were dating, stop reading these comments. Mm -hmm. When we were dating, I asked you, so backstory, rewind. Uh, when we were dating, you mm -hmm. were touring in Emory. You right. were gone. And we got engaged. I was living in Olympia, Washington, because mm -hmm. I'm a granola hippie. And I was in my apartment, and I had some of your stuff, and we weren't married yet. Oh, boy. And I had asked you, can you go through your photos and get rid of the ones of you and your old girlfriend? And mm -hmm. you were like, yeah, did it. Except he hadn't done it. And there I was. I don't even remember telling you I did. I was just like, yeah, I can. I don't know. Of course you do. don't remember anything. Anyway. So anyway, I am there getting engaged to Seth. He's touring. I'm by myself. His parents hate my absolute guts. They called me out or called me and let me know how terrible I was. And then I run across 7,000 photos of him with his girlfriend who he dated for a thousand years. Mm -hmm. And I lost my mind. I was so upset. One, because he said he had gone through them. Probably he didn't even say it. I just made Two, it up. Two, because you used to be crazy. Two, because I was psychotic. <laughs> um, and three, I was alone. You weren't psychotic. That's not I it. I was close to it. Um, I had no... I didn't feel stable. I didn't know what to do. I didn't whatever. I was so hurt by that. Mm -hmm. um, partially because of what this lady is, this guy is saying, like, you don't even love me. Look at what you do. You lied to me. He didn't lie to me. Those were pictures that he had taken years ago and had somewhere in a shoebox. He wasn't lying to me. He wasn't doing anything to me because of those old photos. Mm -hmm. So I'm saying this, I'm bringing this up because do you know how much this kind of stuff impacts a marriage? Like for years down the road, mm -hmm. someone comes across photos of their partner with somebody else before they knew them. You know how not important that is and how not significant that is? It is nothing. It's nothing. Seth wasn't keeping those photos to like stick it to me. He wasn't keeping those photos because he was in love with his ex-girlfriend. He didn't remember to go through them. I, I didn't even know that he I had them. He didn't know he had them. Right? And guess However, what? I, I do want to kind of like temper like uh, if, if one partner is a jerk and somebody right. else finds this stuff, then that obviously can be very hurtful. Mm -hmm. And I know a lot of dudes who are like, Hey, we had good times. What's the big deal? It's just like, you know, and right. you, you know what I'm saying? Well, it's like, well, okay, yeah. that is hurtful and that's kind of sideways. So I want to not just be like, hey, get over everything. No, 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 no. I'm not, that's not what I'm saying. Okay. I want to I want to give two sides. I'm glad that you brought that up. And right. uh but one of the things that I was doing is I took his, he didn't know that he had photos still. He thought he had gone through them. And, and I was asking him nicely, can you just get rid of those? Like, I don't want to see them. That doesn't make me feel very good. Right. And so I just asked him, he said, sure, whatever. And then he didn't. But I got crazy mad at him as if it was like a move, a way to hurt me. Like, oh mm -hmm. yeah, I'm keeping these because you're not good enough mm -hmm. and I want these. Maybe now, you felt that I wasn't all the way in to the engagement or something. I crazy. But also, we get emails regularly and we are going to do shows about this in the future where a partner keeps images of their past boyfriend or girlfriend to like please themselves to and the spouse is like i really don't like this you shouldn't like it <laughs> right and if you are a person doing this in a marriage if you are married and on your little phone you have photos of someone who's not your spouse someone that you were with before right and you're like well i just really like how this one makes me that's, feel that's not yours to look at anymore no that's it's not yours not. to own it's like okay so we sold our house recently right i couldn't go over to the house 
and just get some of the things no. that I forgot. We live next hey, door they to the have old. A, yeah, we right, can see we our live, old backyard, right? right? And I'm like, hey, that bench is still there. They never use it. It's ours. I just go over there and get it. No, it's not ours anymore. Right. It is not my property anymore. Right. And so same things with photos and stuff like that that you're talking about that's not yours you sold the house boss right right that's right that's a great ex uh, great way to say it i come up with great things oh, gosh. um and <laughs> the thing i want like i want people to be to take ownership mm-hmm. from both sides so i needed to own that my response to seth having photos of his old girlfriend was ridiculous it was ridiculous mm-hmm. he wasn't doing that to hurt me so People, if your partner has photos of their past girlfriend or boyfriend accidentally on their phone or in their like shoebox of photos, don't rip them a new one because you think it's a jab at you. Be well-rounded. Be cent- centered. Be balanced. Don't mm-hmm. freak out about this stuff. It doesn't help. On the flip side of that also... Yes, Brittany says that is That's creepy. A touch creepy. It yeah. is creepy it's that someone would. Kind of like stalkery, would... right? Of like, Ugh. Right. If you have photos of past people that you've dated, sexually explicit content from things you've done with past people, and y'all people do this, that we're not judging that, mm-hmm. but do not keep that image and use it when you're not in that relationship anymore, or when you are in a new relationship where you are saying that I am for you, we have made vows together, we're Mm -hmm. married, we're whatever. If you want a healthy relationship, you cannot do those things, okay? Like, flat out. If I want to be healthy, I cannot vape. You heard what I said. If I want to be healthy, I can't be, like, smoking weed every day and drinking Fireball. I don't even know. Is that Fireball? Fireball and Red Bull together. (laughs) I can't do those things. And expect to have a healthy relationship or a healthy body. Right. Right? So there are things that literally you just cannot do. They're not within the bounds of health and wellness. Mm -hmm. And that is one of them. You cannot keep photos of a past relationship and expect that your future relationship is going to be like A-OK. So grow a pair, figure it out, stop being a baby about Mm -hmm. it, and just become an adult. And yes, it is so creepy to think that someone I dated might have images of me like that and is using them to please themselves. I'm not down with that. Mm -hmm. Right? So figure it out. Stop being weird. YouTube Live says, when you're married, you become one unit and you are to help and support each other. If you're dissing on your spouse, you're also hurting yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. Oh, that's big time. That is really big time. Uh, Yeah, it's like... What is it? What's that? Um, oh, there's some kind of animal or something that like... It, it's uh, Okay. It's like a virus or a parasite, right? So it's a... This is kind of weird sounding, but okay, coronavirus, right? right? And they say like usual viruses extinguish themselves out because a virus goes to a, a, a host, mm-hmm. right? Replicates, 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 and then replicates so much that the host dies. And then if the host dies... The virus within dies. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's it's you it's, brought it's it, hurting they caught your, it. Yeah, right. it's hurting yourself, hurting yourself, hurting yourself. Then you just wake up and go, Oh, and then you and for some twisted reason, because we're in ego more than spirit, mm-hmm. is like, Oh, see, you did this, you did this all the time. It was it was covert and overt things right. that I'm doing that are bringing breaking you down. You did this, you should be shamed. Right. Oh, what? that's so gross, because that is so true. That's it how is. that's what I was doing to a T. Uh, I was like attacking you on Mm -hmm. all i mean constantly everything you did i was i was letting you know how disappointed i was Mm -hmm. i was letting you know it was the wrong thing to do Mm -hmm. i was telling you that i would have done it different and if you were smarter you would have done it different Mm -hmm. i was breaking you down 
with my own two hands and then mm-hmm. being angry at you that our marriage wasn't good. So it was my fault. You know the conversation we had where it just kind of blew our brains out that everything is connected yesterday. It blew your brains super out. Long, I'm, I'm super su- smart. No, don't read that yet. The I'm super not. long c- conversation that yes. we had, everything is connected. And with what like the parasite idea or the virus idea that really, really just hits home and kind of coalesces several thoughts at once in my mind that healthy individuals create a healthy marriage. Yeah. Do you understand what yeah. I'm saying? Because think about it. 2020 has been literally our most amazing year ever, mm-hmm. right? We've completed all this self-growth stuff. We've started a business. We're Did getting five figures, hoard. real money, right? Mm-hmm. Why? Because I am, I no, I was going to say probably, but it's not probably. I'm the healthiest and firing on all cylinders that I've ever been, quite frankly, in my life, right? And I would say that you are too. Would Damn you say straight. that our relationship is at kind of the highest point ever right yes, now yes, like ever, it really yeah. is like sex emotions finances parenting mm-hmm. everything mm-hmm. it really is why mm-hmm. is that is it because like oh the marriage is so you know blah, blah. no he finally threw his pictures away of his ex-girlfriend no it's it's because i for myself completely apart from you right. and like i will crush the earth <laughs> you're godzilla and and you are saying the same thing i'm right? camera no, they're enemies. Mothra. We're, but we're friends. Me and you. <laughs> Who's Godzilla's friend? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's a funny thought. Yes, okay. I agree. Someone on the thing says, the only pictures we have kept, we've both been married before, are pictures of our exes with our children. Mm-hmm. That is for the kids only. When they're old enough, to they, they, can, have they can have them if they want them. They may not, but we keep them safe for them as their relationship with their other parent is what our relationship was. Anything more than that has been gotten rid right. of. Absolutely. I will, so I like that. I yeah. like the intention behind that. What's up, drones and fly fishing? Uh, I like the intention behind that because it is for the kids and you as parents are differentiated and mature enough to go, oh yeah, okay, there was a thing here, but we're here now. We're married now. It's not about the ex. It's right. about the kids. Right. So... And I want to say too, there's balance. I love that. There's balance. Like I have photos of people I've dated because they're from prom. And it's like, I can't, I'm not going to throw away my prom pictures. Mm -hmm. And I've, and I did not ask Seth to do the same thing. You have photos with Amelia. What was that sound? (laughs) Uh, Anyway, uh, on YouTube, it says, what do you do when you feel like you silence yourself constantly and all you do is placate your spouse and don't make waves? Then the second you do something small, they don't like the things they don't like things that hit the fan. You may not speak first. I'm not. I was okay. saying you go because this happened yesterday okay. with a friend. Yes. So this is something I'm going to say this. Thank you for asking that question. I want to put this in a different scenario. What if this is, what do you do when you feel like you can't talk to your four-year-old because it makes them upset? Right? So put it in any other context. Don't treat your spouse like a baby. Mm. That is not helping your spouse. And I get that this is a journey. I get that this is not easy to do. Uh, but but essentially what you're doing, and this is something I've talked about for bajillions of years with mm-hmm. people I'm very close to, mm-hmm. is when you don't allow somebody else to experience something for themselves, you're babying them. So that same thing if I shield my children from like, well, they... They can't do their math. That's hard math. I'll do it for them. Then they Mm. won't cry. Mm -hmm. Guess what they're not going to be when they grow up? An adult. (laughs) They're not going to be an adult (laughs) Mm -hmm. when they grow up. Um, A lot of times, and this is generally speaking, men aren't uh, sort of acculturated to... What? 
know how to manage their feelings complexly and well and without getting angry. Because men typically are only given two options. You get mad, you fight somebody, mm-hmm. right? You Oh, no, you walk away and say nothing or mm-hmm. you kick their you hold Kick it his in. ass, CBS. <laughs> um, so there's not very many options. And the thing I Who's want... Who's the dead man that hawked the thing? <laughs> <laughs> so the thing I want you to think about in this context is uh, this is a very long journey in front of you to helping your spouse grow up, but you may never frame it that way. You may never say, I'm above you. I'm going to help you mm. grow up. You're not going to do that. This is like slowly um, helping someone go from... Liquids to solids. Like mm. if you had a surgery and you can only have a liquid diet, you got to really, really go slow That's until right. you can eat solids. It's that energy. But you are denying your husband the ability to grow and be a full-blown adult mm. every time so, you stay quiet to right. stop him from dealing with what's real. Use the clearing structure. Yes. In this instance, go to anatomyofmarriage.com and get the clearing structure. Or and even better, yeah, that's what I was going to say. In the Anatomy of Marriage app, the clearing structure. Delise, what's up, my friend? Hey. Good to see you. Okay, happy married after from the Instagrams. From the outside looking in, you guys look great these days. When I used to listen to your old podcast, it always sounded like you guys were on the mend. So sore. We were always uh, on yeah. the mend. <laughs> these days, you guys look like you're communicating great. Thank you for noticing yes. that. It is. It is. It is true. I think we're we're right now, and again, this is a maintenance uh, kind of thing. It's, yeah. it's not like, oh, okay, we have a show. We're doing awesome. Great. Right. Cloud nine for 20 years. Mm-hmm. No, that's bull crap. Like Ed Milet says, when you let off the gas, which way, backwards. Which, which, way, which way are you going, right. right? If you're not growing, you're dying. Right. Tony Robbins says, in certain, in certain instances, right. I always think that you're like, what about a postpartum mom? Huh? Right. And so, I don't love that sentence because- right. There's healing also. Well, yeah, there's um, healing, but you but can... healing is growth. Healing is a... a healing takes work. Right. That's you don't true. fall off a log and heal. You know what I'm saying? Don't bring it up! <laughs> so, there you go. Okay. What else uh, we got, girlfriend? Oh, I did want to say something about that, but I forgot what it was. But thank you okay. for pointing that out. That mm-hmm. is really something I... I appreciate that you have been following long mm-hmm. enough to understand that and that you're saying it explicitly. Mm-hmm. It really does mean a lot. And I will say that our journey, like we made this show and we made all of our journey available for people to watch because the process is the content. Right. So I'm going to go to Dan Siegel here. He's my absolute nerd crush. And he said that to me in the very first interview I ever did with him. I only did one. I don't know why I said that. But he was like, Hey, because I got all weird and was like, oh, I shouldn't have asked that question. Sorry. And he goes, no, 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 no. The process is the content, meaning you don't need to see me come to the top of the mountain and say, our marriage is great Mm because that doesn't help you figure out how we got a great marriage. Mm -hmm. So many, almost all marriage resources show you only the top of the mountain. Mm -hmm. That is not helpful. You know what they don't show you? They don't show you when you're slogging through the mud. Mm. Oh, and your spouse breaks their ankle. Mm -hmm. They don't show you that crap because it's not sexy. It's not fun. It's a lot of cussing and crying. Mm -hmm. And they don't show it. And like church doesn't want you to see that. Because what if you say a nasty cuss word? Mm -hmm. Like people swear at each other. People need to see what every peak and valley and like mud hole and desert and all of that looks like. Let me say something. What's up, Shauna? What's you up, didn't girlfriend? know I was going to go on a rant. So uh, the process is the content. And okay, I'm going to get really specific. I like to hunt. I like to rock climb and do adventurous outdoor things. And I like to travel, right? So those three things. 
So, oh, I like to hunt. It absolutely is not. There's an elk. Shoot it dead on the ground. Right. Yes, you that's don't like it. to receive a dead elk. No, hey, oh, <laughs> you like to a, hunt, right? Or uh, rock climbing. Right. It's not like, hey, yeah, I'm on the 400 foot peak. Awesome. That's that's all I thought right. about, right? Or for traveling. Right. Hey, I, there's the Eiffel Tower. I'm right there. I'm drinking an espresso. It's <coughs> it's not that. Right. It is the process mm-hmm. from the very <coughs> goodness gracious from the very initial thought like hey look at that picture of right. the eiffel tower hey look at that peak i bet we can climb it right hey deer season elk season is coming up it's march mm-hmm. <laughs> you know <laughs> let me start preparing oh how's my gun let me get the sights in right let me get the bullets the let me experience. get this new camo right. all this stuff it is the planning it is the looking on google flights for tickets mm-hmm. at airports at the cheapest things at first class seats at business class seats it is all that we ain't sitting in no first class. I've, I have once, and it I was haven't. awesome. And so, uh, it, the process, the entire thing, is the content, right. right? So, if you look at us in our podcast or anything like that, and go, "Oh, awesome podcast! I wish I could have a podcast that has." 2. Go 7. listen to all five hundred billion episodes we've right, done. <laughs> right, but it is the 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 actual process, mm-hmm. and be if I want to you know, bag a deer, bag an elk, then I have to be consistent up until that point. Right. And then there's even work after that. Right. If I want to oh, go yeah. to the Eiffel Tower, guess what? You got to pay for tickets. There's a still, there's still a trip back home right. from that. It mm-hmm. doesn't end there. This yeah. isn't a pot. This isn't anything. And forever I thought, oh, those people have it figured out. That dude has it. He knows his ass. Right. He knows what he's talking about. He's got money. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? Did he, did he or she just stop there? Oh, they got money. Okay, let me stop. No. You know? Mm-mm. It's just like a car going up a hill. Oh, they got a car. They're driving up the hill. Look at them. Look at them. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's great. But they're still doing work to propel yeah. themselves forward. The right. second that they let off the gas, <laughs> they go downhill. <laughs> right. And so I want everybody to understand that. Uh, Stephen Brown says, amen, sister. That's right. I didn't even take a drink. Yeah, well, okay. Uh, let's see. It says, as a new parent approaching each new stage with my daughter, I would get nervous because I had never done those things before myself. Once I gained confidence and took lead, I gradually introduced her to the new phase and didn't freak out and throw it at her. Really, marriage is very similar. When approaching something new, gain confidence and lead gradually without spazzing. <laughs> <laughs> It's more comfortable. I love that you said spazzing. <laughs> it's more comfortable. Yes. Right. Um, that is an amazing way to look at it. And that's, again, it's about the process. The process is the content. Mm-hmm. Every step, you never, ever, ever look into the, the history of your life and go, oh, how stupid. When I was six months old, I couldn't eat my own food. Gross. Right. You don't do that. If you do, a, then you have to rearrange your... You got to fix something you gotta in think yourself. Of it. So one thing that I, I meant to say, but I forgot, so sorry to interrupt you here and we'll wrap it up. So go ahead and queue up a question is, okay, we didn't start kicking it live <laughs> until I believe a week uh, ago. For, no, first it started with a growth mindset. First it started with an acknowledgement and an awareness of like, you know what? There is something bigger out here. Right. And then 2019 ramped us up for our most amazing year ever, right. literally. Right. And what did we do in 2019 guys? We pulled the trigger and spent over $10,000 on, on personal, coaching. on coaching, on personal improvement. You and heard that, what he said. How much money did you spend? Ten thousand over ten thousand dollars on right? coaching on coaching alone. So you think we have ten thousand dollars sitting somewhere? 
No, we do not. We made it happen, right? Mm-hmm. I sold a truck. We cashed out a Roth IRA. Oh, but I can't. Retirement. We made it We invested happen. in ourselves. So. And it was terrifying. <laughs> it was terrifying. I was like, oh my gosh, like, what have we done? 18 this is times crazy. in the process of like, we made the wrong choice. We're idiots. This is right. the worst choice we've ever made. Am I glad I did it? Absolutely. H, double hockey sticks. Yes. <laughs> so. If you have questions about coaching, me and Melanie do coaching, right? And we are damn good. I'll tell you that. I just cuss, but who cares? We are good at coaching, right? And email us at at coaching at anatomyofmarriage.com to get more information, Mm -hmm. to get on a wait list, literally, of times when we can fit you in. Because there is a wait list and people are doing it. Right. Coaching at Mm anatomyofmarriage.com. If you guys would have done it yourselves, oh, I can do that. Oh, I should do 75 heart. I should read, you know, 10 books this year. I can do this. I should be a better wife, husband, parent, business owner, anything. You would have done it by yourself. Now that is just the the most simple phrase that I can even comprehend. If you could have done it already, you'd have done it by now. Right. Right. With anything, coaching, weight loss, fitness, business goal, parenting. Intimacy. all How about this? You can't do it alone. We couldn't do it alone, no, right? Uh-uh. I thought it could for years and years and years. Right. Turns out that was wasted time right. and me just getting frustrated and trying to white knuckle it. It doesn't work that way, guys. Email us at coaching at anatomyofmarriage.com because we bring it. We stepped up. We've been through it and now we've been through it and now we're putting other people through it, right? right? In a good way. And mm-hmm. so I want to I want to tell you a win that I didn't tell you about. Last Tell week, I've, I got a Voxer call from one of my clients, and he's like, dude, today we just closed a deal, $63,000. I was like, yes. That's amazing. That was in their business. We talk about business goals. Mm-hmm. He just closed that, right? Mm-hmm. Would he have done it without coaching? Probably not. Mm-hmm. So that's right. just one super big win that I wanted to share with right. you. And I, I want to say about coaching, we did sacrifice a lot to get coaching. It was a terrifying terrifying step like we don't spend money on things we're not rich we aren't we will be but we're not right now and we spent ten thousand dollars plus on coaching and it was absolutely terrifying and the reason that we decided to do it is a therapist is never mm-hmm. going to kick your ass the way a coach does right kick your bleep. a therapist no <laughs> sir a therapist will never show you your blind spots in a way that a coach will a coach is out there to push you a therapist is out there to help you heal. Mm-hmm. Get therapy if you need therapy. Therapy mm-hmm. is a wonderful thing. Seth's a therapist. It's all great. But coaching is a totally different animal, and it's, uh, it is it is invaluable. It is worth $30,000 to have someone show you where you're limiting yourself, mm-hmm. how you're stopping yourself, how you can grow, how you can expand your business, expand your parenting, expand your relationship, have better sex. I mean, we are talking about all of these things every single day with all of our coaching clients. I blow up your phone in the morning and I say the things that are pertinent to our coaching sessions. Mm-hmm. I give you a weekly plan. I think it's really funny. I give you a weekly action plan, mm-hmm. a WAP. <laughs> I you better not be giving that WAP to it's nobody. It's so funny. A weekly action plan. I <laughs> came up with it and the song came out and I was like, oh, that sounds weird. The WAP is um, mine. But so I call it the action plan. It took the W out because it sounds weird. But I give you an action plan every single week mm-hmm. based off of the calls we have. And I mean, I just cannot tell you how exciting it is to see progress in people's lives. This stuff actually changes generations. Mm-hmm. You want to stop a generational cur- curse? Co- mm-hmm. Curse? Curse, yeah. Get a coach. 
like seriously. Mm-hmm. So learn more at coaching at anatomyofmarriage.com. That's right. Thank and you for that. Yes. And let's do quick question real fast. All right. So these questions are from the Anatomy of Marriage app. Go get it. Change your life. Use the clearing structure. That's right. Okay. Go for uh, it. What is your favorite holiday and why? Hmm. Oh, uh, probably, probably Christmas. Right. I think. Tell me why. Uh, just because it's chill. It's cold outside. I remember a really fun Christmas from being a kid <laughs> and then being a parent. I love doing that and uh, recreating yeah. that. You yeah. know, with the little oranges and the walnuts and the gold coins and stuff. That's what right. I don't know. That's what I did. Our as, little elf on a shelf a guy that we have. Yeah, elf on a shelf is fun and just recreating that the, right. those memories for the kids. Yeah. I like it a lot. I so. think I like Christmas the most too because it's like a really long holiday. Mm-hmm. Like it's all month long. Like mm-hmm. there's songs play all the time. Like it's really a like a long holiday. But mm-hmm. if I could make one of my favorite holidays like Christmas, it would be Halloween. Yeah. I love scary crap. I don't ever want to see it, but golly, do I love to like listen mm-hmm. to lore and spooked. Mm-hmm. I love to freak myself yeah. out. But so I'd... ask your spouse, hey, what is your favorite yeah. holiday? Why? Tell me why, you know, uh, from your childhood right. and stuff. So, or yeah. share your favorite holiday memory with mm-hmm. your spouse. All right. Next one. What is your biggest day-to-day challenge? This is a good one. Mm, day-to-day challenge. Mm-hmm. I think as Stephen Pressfield writes, he's written Do the Work, and uh, also uh, Gary John Bishop, Stop, oh, Stop yeah. Doing That S. Uh-huh. It is meeting and facing and resisting that daily resistance. Right. Like, uh, I, my alarm is set for 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. every morning, and there is a resistance on some days to be just like, oh. No, but then I, yeah, then you break through that and say, I'm not, not giving into that, right? Taking Mm -hmm. a cold shower. I take a five minute cold shower every day. Five minutes, you guys. Five minutes. I have a timer in the shower, (laughs) in the shower, you guys. And, uh, Turn, it's, it's freezing cold water. For five minutes. That's a lifetime. Stepping in and feeling it. Right. Getting up and going to the gym. It's boring to drive 12 minutes to the gym. 12 minutes. Oh, oh, are you kidding? It's probably less than that, right? But it's yeah. boring. And that is the that's pushing back against that resistance. Right. Right. And being consistent. This is what it takes. Mm-hmm. I think my biggest same thing, my challenge, day-to-day challenge that I have to face and the biggest struggle for me is that same thing. It's the resistance. It's mm-hmm. the it's the want to be like a kid and just be like, everything's hard. You're stupid. This is dumb. I want to eat Cheerios and sit on the couch and watch cartoons. Like mm-hmm. I have this very strong inner child that's just like, everything is dumb. It doesn't matter anyway. Blah. Like, mm-hmm. and that's very much family of origin. Like, mm-hmm. who cares? Like, blah, 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 right. that vibe. And so my, that, that is a huge day to day, day to day challenge is fighting the resistance to just be normal, mm-hmm. to just be like how everybody else is. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be like everybody else. That is not my goal as a parent. It's not my goal as a wife, mm-hmm. as a person. And so every single day, I have to remind myself a jillion times to step up my game and that I want to step up my game. Right. Like it, and, and it's resistance. Okay. There we go. That's so right. there you go, people. Uh, catch us tomorrow for AOM Radio. You guys, email us if you have questions at coaching at anatomyofmarriage.com. If you, if you could have done it yourself, you would have already done it. Coaching at anatomyofmarriage.com. We also talked about therapy. If you guys need healing, uh, reconnection, and overhaul of your marriage, you need therapy. So go to getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage. Again, getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage. And also, if you have any questions, email us at hello at anatomyofmarriage.com. Uh-huh. We will do our best to answer those live on the show. 
and respond to you. So, And if you happen to be connected with uh, the person who creates Netflix original series, call me. That's right. <laughs> All right. We love you guys. All right. Have an amazing day. Bye. Bye.